people were trying to feel up Mickey Mouse, trying to see if they're like a boy or a girl. Jeez. There's these drunk dads trying to like take Cinderella back to their room or climbing up on stage in the actual theater, trying to take down Belle's top. It's, it gets ridiculous. <laughs> Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanagato. I'm Greg Dybeck. For anyone out there that wants to be a guest on our show, don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can hit us on our email, which is oplpodcast at gmail.com, or just go straight to our website, uh, oplshow.com, and uh, send us an email, and we'll go through it, and we'll get you on the show. Yeah, and if you guys want to get bonus episodes of the show while also helping support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash oplshow, so you'll get weekly behind-the-scenes bonus episodes. Uh, you'll help support the show, and you'll be part of our Helping Other People's uh, initiative where we donate a portion of the Patreon funds to a charity uh, every single month. So check that out over on Patreon. And real quick, we want to hook you guys up with a discount code. You've probably heard of Pay the Price by now. It's the trivia party game that Joe and I created, came out with. Uh, you can go to paythepricegame.com right now. Check that out. Use the promo code OPL at checkout for 15% off. Makes a good gift uh, and it's perfect for game night. So check that out. All right, so let's jump into today's episode. We're going to be speaking with a woman who is a Disneyland character performer. So basically, yeah, one of the people who dress up like Jasmine or Mickey or the genie or I don't know. I just named two Aladdin characters because that is the best Disney movie. (laughs) Uh, But I'm excited. Uh, You know, Joe and I love these episodes where we get to sort of pull back the curtain and learn about the ins and outs of a really interesting job that, you know, people don't really think of what kind of goes into it or honestly probably how people even end up in these roles. It kind of feels like we're being told a secret. So super excited to learn more and we've got the guests on the line. So thanks for reaching out and being on the show today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah. So I guess to set the scene here, can you just explain exactly to everyone what the job of a Disneyland character performer is and what jobs you've held specifically? Uh, Okay, so basically a character performer is the person that is in a fully costumed uh, costume. Um, It's usually just all fur. We call the princesses face characters because they are the only ones that show their face. Um, and our character performers are completely covered from head to toe. Okay, so not like Jasmine then. I was wrong. No, not like <laughs> Jasmine. <laughs> Some so of which, them do both, but... How did you uh, kind of go about this? Because I know, you know, I, I don't know, for some reason, I don't know why I know this, but I feel like a lot of people that are that work in the Disney parks are like sometimes from other countries or something, right? Yeah, sometimes. Um, you the the company will most of the time provide a work visa if they're hiring you from a different country. Um, so Tokyo, for example, Tokyo Disney, they will hire specifically from America and uh, provide you with all your work visas. Um, same with like Paris and Hong Kong, they'll do that as well. Cruise Line just hires from all over the world. Um, just depends on how bad they want you. So how did you end up getting into this because I I imagine maybe I'm assuming a little here but I think a lot of people might look at this role like yeah maybe it could be fun but also this could be a lot of work or you you probably end up 
seeing a lot of shit uh, throughout your day, just being surrounded by that many people and kids. And uh, like for me, it just the idea of horror stories kind of comes to mind. So I guess what attracted you, you know, to this role and how did you get into it? So initially, um, I think anybody who goes to a, one of these auditions has no idea what they're getting themselves into. Um, that happened to me. I went to an audition when I was in college. I was majoring in musical theater, which is mostly what people who are hired to do this job, they have performance backgrounds. It's not just some random person that people will stick in a costume. And it was a dance audition. And I was thinking, oh, cool, because I majored in musical theater. I'm going to be on stage. I'm going to be singing and dancing in my dream. Um, you know, I get a call about a week later and they're going to be, they're like, you're going to be was like, excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that means. So, you know, I ended up taking the job and um, I never was the strongest dancer. I never was the strongest singer. So this niche worked out so well for me and it is the biggest challenge people have no idea how hard it is to do this job um the heat mm. the stamina i mean it's i mean some of these costumes you know weigh upwards of 40 pounds and you're you're in them for up to 45 minutes uh every other 30 minutes <laughs> so it's a lot so it's not even including shows and performances those are just basic sets what they called sets which are 30 minute to 45 minute increments mm. that you're out on stage. So I, I'm assuming there's some sort of like, uh, cause I mean, what you were saying before, we were like, I'm in the right height range, whatever. And I know like Disney takes everything super seriously and there's no like stone left on turn. They've like thought of everything, this company, yeah. uh, especially when it comes to the theme parks. So can you <laughs> talk about the uh, audition process for these, for these roles? Um, okay. So it's, it's, they're, essentially cattle calls there is a ton of people in a very small dance studio um and it's they say hi this is what you're auditioning for and here's the dance learn it and then we're gonna film you and then we're gonna call out your number if you make it um the first audition i went to they lined us all up and they went down the line and they were like no yes yes no no depending on what you you look like wow it, yeah it was pretty intense and i i had no idea like that was the first um you know quote unquote professional audition i'd been to it was just before that it was just like you know community theater kind of stuff i had no idea how specific this typecasting was for disney specifically and they call it the disney difference or the disney detail because they look at every single thing on you about you to essentially judge to see if you fit a specific role. Hmm. So this is very much as real as any audition gets. Like when people think of, you know, a, even just a sort of typical Hollywood audition of, you know, show up if you kind of fit this type. Um, and does it feel like that when you're there? Are you kind of looking around at everyone as, well, this is my competition and I have to perform to the best of my abilities? Yes and no. Um, so there's people that'll show up that are completely out of the height range. They're different skin tones. So you're like, that isn't my competition because I'm not the same role as they are or would be the same role as they would be. So <clears throat> with the people who 
are in my height range and have my skin tone or my hair color and eye color because they look at those things too um, even if you are wearing wigs it's then it gets really cutthroat there's actually a lot of people who will try to like really mess with you at auditions to try to get the spot ahead of you mm -hmm. so it gets nasty sometimes this would be a great premise for like a TV show or a movie. I feel I, it feels I like one of those. Say that all the time. I'm, I always am like in the break room going, "If there was a camera crew <laughs> that followed us around, we would all be millionaires." Because this is ridiculous. Or just yeah, <laughs> like literally a documentary. Because it's just it's funny because we just see also Joe, huge Disney guy. You've definitely interacted with goes. him in person before. I'm sure you probably got your autograph when you were. <laughs> But, um, you know, we're only seen with just that glimpse of like, like we know there's a body in that costume and we know it's probably not the easiest work, but that's it. You know, you move on. There's so many people in costume. There's just so much to take in when you're there. Uh, so it's just crazy to think even already just hearing like the audition process of how much goes into it and how many people uh, even just didn't even make it to that point. Yeah. It's a yeah, and process. I didn't even think about the heat because oh, I mean, in Orlando, it's like brutal even when you're wearing like I'm wearing a t-shirt and shorts. So I yeah. can't imagine just wearing like 40 pounds of something walking around with that. Is there no like fans or something <laughs> inside of these yeah. things? I heard that coming. It's like the first question that I get asked uh, when I tell people what I do. Um, there is no fan. There is no wow. fan. There's no ventilation. Wow. There's nothing in there. Um, if you choose to, you can have uh, like an ice vest only in certain costumes. And I have not met a performer that chooses to wear those because, hmm. believe it or not, when you have that contrast, you sweat more. So um, lately, it's been kind of cold here. And it it makes the job a lot harder because not only is it like steamier in the costume, you sweat a lot more, but your, your uh, lenses and your eyes will fog up mm. and you can't see where you're going. It's like really annoying. We call it glaucoma. <laughs> so, there's a lot of aspects that go into like what, like, so we have uh, scuba defog that we use to make sure that we wipe on the lenses before we go out so that we don't fog up and it's like works like 70 percent of the time wow so when you got that call you assumed maybe it would be for like a dancing position kind of in shows on stage uh when they told you that you'd be the perfect how did you feel and you know what pushed you to say yes um it was the best decision that I could make and I mean yeah that's pretty much it just anything performance I, I love dearly and only since that first job offer my love for character work has really grown into like a career and a passion because now I've been doing it for about 10 years so wow that's so uh, cool is there any like rules when you're in these roles like is there I saw a video, they, it went viral recently of a guy being, he was like guest on and, and some girl like pretended yeah. to grab his pecs and he was like very adamant about like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like yeah. he was like really pissed off. So uh, I assume there's some rules like that. Like, I, I don't know if I'm making this up, but if you're mm -hmm. wearing like a full kind of uh, costume, like are you allowed to speak? No. 
Not no even a little bit. You can make one noise, and it's called the character kiss, and it sounds like this. Got it. Interesting. Basically, like a mouth pop. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that I saw that video. I know exactly um, who you're talking about. It is a daily thing being harassed. Yeah, and I think you know. I'm glad you bring that up. That's obviously something that we want to move into because that is, I assume one of the biggest obstacles of this job. I mean, it's, it's really cool to hear you as well. Like it seems like that the interest that you have for this and the fulfillment to perform and knowing the toll it takes and it's not an easy job and it takes a certain type of person to be able to pull that performance off. Um, you know, and every time is essentially a new performance and that's, you know, that's so awesome because obviously it's such a magical experience for so many people and so many kids. Uh, but yeah, are you just getting like punched and kicked and spit on or like, I don't know, are we exaggerating or like, what are you dealing with physically? Yeah. Just about all of those things has happened to every single character performer I've ever met. Um, the, the females get it the worst, I would say, um, you know, there's, there's, you're just allowed to drink all day long and, Mm. uh, dads get a little naughty jesus yeah and they tried to we had like incidents where you know people were trying to feel up mickey mouse trying to see if they're like a boy or a girl there's drunk dads trying to like take cinderella back to their room or climbing up on stage in the actual theater trying to take down bell's top it's (sighs) it gets ridiculous (laughs) it's true it gets ridiculous and um it's a Jeez. daily thing. It's a it's a daily one hundred percent a daily thing. Like today, for example, we had a kid that was just like swinging and like throwing punches at the characters as they walked by, and it's just like, but for why? Why are you doing this? Yeah, like this is <laughs> this is a happy place. Yeah, you're supposed to be magical here, and yeah. you're throwing punches and get out. No, you know, even though when I was seven, I went there, I cried the entire time. But that you know, that's just <laughs> that's just me. Uh, but <laughs> I once, I'm going to admit this here. And I apologize. And, and, and <laughs> I've, I've changed. I was at a Chuck E. Cheese when I was young, like maybe Whoa. 10 or something at a pizza party. Oh my uh, God. No, he was walking by and I tripped him. I tripped him hard and Stop. he fell and his mask fell off. Yeah. <gasps> and like the kids went crazy. I felt it was, it was the worst thing I've done in my life. That'll do it. So honestly, you've lived a pretty good life if that's the worst thing, but that's also pretty bad. I'm stunned. Yeah. Well, I feel even worse now. Like, actually speaking to someone in a suit in yeah. one of the suits <laughs> and yeah, what can but... you do it's a kid you can't just like get up and just like sock this kid in the eye or anything you are not allowed to defend yourself when you can't you can't do anything because if you are a even even okay so to put an example out there there was a pluto a long time ago that was being just pummeled by this kid and he kicked him to get him off of himself fired immediately wow um Mm. you are you are the face of the company when you are in costume and doing any sort of violent act whether it's self-defense or not is a huge problem is there any sort of security for you guys that you know is there like a spotter or someone always watching you Yes, they're called hosts. Um, some places they're called greeters, but they are essentially character bodyguards that are mm. uh, really nice people. They don't have like any equipment on them, 
but they're they're kind of like the voice for the character like they'll let the guests know oh we'll be back at this time or no you can't do this or no we can't take a picture with that or you know just things like that Mm -hmm. and if things get bad the hosts are usually the ones that will take us off stage to keep us safe yeah oh my god that must be so annoying too i'm just thinking about because you're not allowed to talk so people are just probably coming up to you like asking you questions and you're just like miming like hey man i can't fucking speak <laughs> like you know like this is for the children and then they're like come on what time and you're just like okay someone help me yeah exactly it is a huge game of charades so you have to be like really creative in how you speak quote unquote to some people um and even even the man like they they <laughs> let it out this is if you can't speak at work you can speak here so go crazy oh fuck these parents <laughs> <laughs> like they 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 know they are the people that are meant to know that you are a person in a costume and yet some of the most ridiculous things are done by the parents yeah like whether it's you know if like we're doing a parade people will push their like two-year-old in front of you but it's like bro we can't fucking see your kid yeah we can't you are pushing your kid into a death trap because we are professionals and we know how to work the costumes but that only works so many times you know if we don't see you and we trample your kid that's on you yeah no seriously for real um is there any rules about like I mean, because you're taking pictures with children all day. Like, are yeah. you, like, not supposed to touch the children? Because, like, I know people who, like, work in schools. Like, there's, like, a ton of rules now about, like... Don't hug children. Hands and, on kids' yeah. backs and, like, you can't hug kids or, like, whatever. Um, right. Is there any sort of rules like that? Um, so, uh, pre-COVID, we, we can hug. We can, you know, hold hands and, like, basically, you keep it professional. But the kids always want to, like, hug and high-five and all that, which yeah. is... We can, we can do all that. However, when we take the pictures both hands must be visible your eyes mm. must be facing the camera there's like little things like that your your body has to, you know you have to face your body forward you can't be facing a certain way um and that's for specific reasons like we don't want to look like we're doing something wrong in any pictures yeah right so yeah it's... we can't have our if we're taking pictures we can't have our hands behind um anybody's back the both hands have to be visible so nobody can be like oh mickey mouse grabbed my ass right yeah uh now with like all of this there's a lot of rules and it's it's fascinating how much you have to think about while also sweating your ass off being on alert for your own safety like managing this costume um but are you kind of under constant judgment like are like what are performance reviews like how do they kind of judge the work that you're doing there's always somebody watching you always Mm -hmm. um there's people who are uh, just paid to be in the park and watch people to see if they're slipping up to see if you're not animating correctly to see if you are giving enough energy because you know you have to if you're just dancing as yourself you look great but put a costume on it all of that movement gets lost so if you're not giving like a thousand percent energy the costume looks dead Hmm. and 
Um, <clears throat> people are looking for things like that. Are you moving your head constantly? Because <laughs> I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but if you see a character and they're not moving their head, it's the creepiest freaking thing. <laughs> and, and then same with your arms. If your arms are down at your side, scary. Yeah. You, can't be, you cannot be still at any moment because then you just look like a haunted doll. <laughs> right. And, yeah, people people will always be watching you. When it comes to performance reviews, um, we don't get very many, uh, surprisingly, because we will get notes the second we step off stage. Wow. If um, something needs to be brought up. So it's like, yeah, this, the second you take your costume off, someone will be like, hey, come, come out here. I need to talk to you about this. Or, hey, don't do this. Next time, try this. Something like that. It's a high-pressure job. It is. It yeah, is. you're on 24-7, basically. Yeah. And what would you say? You said it's it's half an hour at a time, and then you, like, go from place to place? So it's the the normal is 30 minutes on, 30 minutes off. If you're a specialty character, sometimes they'll have you do 45 minutes on and 30 minutes off. Uh, and that's for up to 12-hour shifts. You're just constantly going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if like these costumes the mechanics of it i'm so curious if like if if joe or i were to step into one of these right now and like try to go out and perform for 40 45 minutes like are we absolutely fucked like we're just gonna either like pass out or just look terrible and scare everyone you're gonna pass out it's it's a not only is it like they take really fit people but they also whoa what are you trying to say (laughs) (laughs) no i mean like I know you. I know both of you guys are very fit. Um, and Joe, I know you like run and stuff. You, your endurance is probably, like, All yeah. Right. I like. I'm not All right. I All right. I just watch the show a lot. So. Oh god. <laughs> but I actually listen to you guys on my on my way to work. So. Awesome. That's why I know this. Um, but, so, they'll take an extremely fit person, um, and they will then put them through extensive training. Hmm. So, not only are you primed to to be a character they also will like it's some kind of a boot camp situation that they put you through to to be able to to do the job and especially with like rehearsals for shows or parades um the rehearsals are like really tough because you're just running the show over and over and over again but also the the rehearsals are overnight we can't kick people out of the park to rehearse a parade mm. so when you're rehearsing you have to make sure everybody's out of the park because they can, we don't want leaks we don't want people taking pictures there are no pictures if you take a picture backstage you're fired wow immediately yeah i was gonna ask that too like obviously this is all completely anonymous but would disney be upset of someone in your position even having this conversation and talking about this process yeah, they would be dangerous ground that i'm on <laughs> Wow. Why? Just just because it's just I don't know. They just keep it Conceal the magic. super tight and yeah. yeah. It's exactly it's it's what they call it is character integrity. Jasmine right. isn't some lady that they hired. No, that's Jasmine. Yeah. So it's concealing the the behind the scenes because the magic is real and it's it's meant it's 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 just meant it's protected it's meant to be real so that people cannot say that they know anything about this company because it's just all real 
Yeah, and I feel like they do a good job of that too because I mean, fantastic job. Yeah, and also, is it true that I had heard that there's like underground, yes, uh, Ooh. like where you can walk <laughs> around so you can get from like parts of the park easier? Yes, yeah, there are underground tunnels. Um, wow. There are massive, massive warehouses backstage. There are the backstage area of any of the parks Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Tokyo like three times bigger than the actual parks themselves. They are huge. Wow. That's and they nuts. need to transport things. They got to transport things. So no matter what part you're going to, a semi has to be able to make it through. Yeah. And you have to do it in secret. That's what's crazy. And yeah, And dude, do think it about it. Secret. Like, I, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to like Disney World or anything, but you don't see people like transporting anything. doing anything that like yeah, looks like work nothing. right <laughs> yeah there's none none of that because it's not happening it's it's just yeah the park is just how it is it's just magic yeah you know, we got tinkerbell toting and shit for, yeah <laughs> you know it's like that's what they'll tell us to say it's like oh what is that line above the the castle oh that's snow white's laundry line like it's just it's <laughs> it's like a bunch of like made up stuff so that no question can go unanswered. Mm-hmm. You cannot say, I don't know. You, you just have to be a part of the show. Right. And uh, do you guys get any like perks for working as yeah. these characters? <clears throat> yeah. So we get our, our discount for like uh, going into the stores and stuff, but we can get ourselves and three other people into the park for free um, every month. Nice. Yeah, we'll we'll text you when we're ready. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, uh, hell yeah. That's awesome. Well, on that note too, like personally, do you is the money good? Like do you feel like it makes sense for the work that you're doing? No. <laughs> so, underpaid, I assume. 100% underpaid. Um we for what we do, it's a it's a slap in the face and i understand okay all right all right hang on so (laughs) this was the question (laughs) these bitches so okay the princesses they do a fantastic job and and we love them dearly however it doesn't make any sense for the princesses to make more money than the characters Mm. do because what we do is like so fucking hard so hard and and i'm not saying that the the character should or the princesses should get paid less but uh we should we should be paid for the the physical aspects of the job and the danger of the job and um you know when you're getting like hit in the face and like felt up by like guests it it does get disappointing when you look at your paycheck and you're like wow i did i went through all of that I got all this trauma for this amount of money and sometimes it's not worth it. And then other times you have a good week and you're like, I'm never leaving. This is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. But no, Disney should 1000% pay their performers more because Disney relies on their performers. They rely no matter, no matter what it is, princess parade, character performers any any department or any part of the entertainment department should be making more because that's what they rely on to keep the parks entertained. Yeah. if you guys like walked out or unionized or they'd be fucked 
oh, oh. <laughs> any speak of union and, like people get like pit like managers will will like hear it from their offices i swear uh, like they get yeah and they like oh man big disney man they're on big it. disney man yeah yeah they don't it's like it's the typical type of thing where the company needs you to survive but refuses to pay you what you're worth hmm. yeah do you know who the highest paid character is is that like a known thing amongst everyone like is it like ah shit here comes jasmine she's fucking making bank no so it's not it's like if it's face characters um like so a princess is a princess they get paid the same but it depends on what performance you're in like Mm -hmm. i know parades makes a lot more but they also work less hours because if you're not allowed to like cross departments essentially and gotcha. the only people who make good money are the higher ups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I mean, nobody, nobody in like the performance or entertainment department is like rolling in dough. We're yeah. there because we love the job. Yeah, I was, I was gonna ask. You know, you say you've been there ten years, and you're talking about how it's like not the most lucrative job in the world. So, what is the reasons that you've kind of stuck around for this long? Um, it's the it's. <laughs> It's not the money. Um, it's it's the performance and the the improv and the comedy and like the the actual difference that you do make with kids, adults. Like for example, we had like this is stuck 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 out in my mind because it like I think about this moment quite a bit. It's things like when people come into the park. Like this woman comes into the park and she had just lost her daughter in a. Uh, drunk driving accident and her favorite character the daughter's favorite characters were so when we saw this woman you know she's got tears in her eyes and she's telling us a story and she just like kind of collapses in your arms she's just crying and just being able to be there for her and hold her and she knows that it's a safe if it's it's a safe spot to to do so because no one's going to judge her no one's gonna like be mad at her she's just letting it out because it's like those were her daughter's favorite characters stuff like that you know the make-a-wish kids that come in that you know you're never gonna see again Mm. they're never gonna be back uh it's like being able to make a difference for them and the people who are in the park at the the first time ever showing them like this is what we do and we're proud of what we do it's 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 things like that that make the difference it's the little things when you know you walk out and the kids are like holy crap it's mickey mouse <laughs> you know you just like you're like you're strutting you're like yeah I'm fucking yeah <laughs> god damn right it's mickey mouse <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, yeah no that that could be definitely you know a, a, like an awesome feeling like i'm i'm already thinking about like for christmas like i have brand new little nephews and i'm like i want to dress up as santa claus so bad (laughs) and i i know like people have done that um you know for their you know nieces and nephews or whatever and the feeling for that must be so good you know and that's just like two people (laughs) that you get once a year but to do it every day and like you said first timers that go there and they're just like whoa because it is very like it's impressive like it's yeah it's like it truly is like 
a magical land. <laughs> like it's yes. like crazy. So for a child, it's like, what is happening? Like this is this, you know, it's, it's it must be uh, really cool to see them like sort of light up. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why people stay for so long. It's because it's this selfless people who, who stay and do the job because it's like, this isn't for me anymore. It's for people who get something out of, out of me walking out in this costume and like being just like completely in love with helping others. Yeah. And the association, like you're not just walking out as a person in a costume, you are Winnie the Pooh or whatever you are that day, you know, just means so much to certain people like in their, just their own lives. Like you said, with that woman or a child, it's just the joy, the connection, the comfort, the nostalgia, whatever it is. And it's probably a little different for everyone, which is so cool, but it is so special. And like you are embodying that for someone like you can't let them down in a sense or else it could be like traumatic for a child yes <laughs> yeah there there are times where you know performers do something and it's just like no you can't do that <laughs> and then i like to tell people like it's it's like being hannah montana you're famous and then you go home and you take the wig off and nobody knows who you are <laughs> and it's a really cool comparison but you know it must be a rush for that reason too. Like so much attention, literally the center of attention for the whole time you're at work. It's a cool feeling, not gonna lie. <laughs> it's a cool feeling to be like literally famous, but then walk around like you're walking back to your car after work and you're like, look at all these people who don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got no idea that I am making no idea. <laughs> I'll see, like I'll go to Target and see like a stuffed and like a child like being like mom look and i'm like you have no fucking <laughs> that's like, me you little motherfucker <laughs> this little shit that's no uh there it also does like it makes you hate children too <laughs> i can only imagine I, I feel like that would also get old like pretty quickly too i mean as 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 there is the you know the good side of being like you know helpful and what we just talked about but also i, I assume there's just you know rotten children that rotten. are just like Rotten. Yeah. I actually, I so I just went to uh, Epcot, like Universal, like recently. And when I was mm -hmm. on the plane there, there was a little girl <laughs> who was because the whole plane is filled with like families with their kids, like going to Disney. <laughs> yeah. uh, and there was a little girl who was just like, I don't know what she was saying, but her her mom's like, "That's it. When we get to the hotel, you're grounded." And she's like, "No, I'm not." Like she was just oh. like going at her mom. I was like, "Oh my god, my dad would throw me out the exit." Like the the first job I ever had with Disney, I was like, I will never have kids. I don't want kids. And <laughs> no, for like it stuck with me this entire time doing character work, no matter what company I was working for, it was always the same shit because going into parks where it costs this much money to get in, you get, some people are really thankful and some people, you know, are, you have like gratitude to be there, but the majority are these entitled, yeah. entitled people who th there's people that will come up to like a character and be like, you work for me. You have to do what bitch. No, the wow. fuck I don't. Yeah. I do not work for you. And people will forget that you are a person deserving of respect. And um, we're there to make them happy. And people forget that. And they think that we're there to um, serve them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
Jeez. So when in reality, you got big Disney behind you being like, you step over that line and it's a wrap for you. <laughs> People were like, come over here to my birthday party real quick. And you're like, nah, dude. <laughs> There's a reason why there's like a Disney jail. It's like, it's just, it's part of like keeping, like, cause they want, they do, they do want to keep their cast members safe, but they also need that, the concealment of like nothing bad ever happens at Disney. So yeah. nobody's ever been pronounced dead at the park because they take them off property to pronounce them dead. Nobody's ever died there. Like, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's the concealment of what actually goes on. Yeah. The whole thing just seems like a, just a huge balancing act, like from your job to the whole operation to, you know, I guess everyone who works there in any position, they just have to just balance so much of stress but the facade that you keep up and just everything exactly and that's why they every employee is called cast member because it's all a show mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. all a show every single no matter if you're in dining if you're in like you know customer service or like retail part of it it's all janitor all of it all of it is a show wow yeah i guess everyone's the face in a way um crazy and then you know, one of the last questions I had, like, are you super tight with the other performers? Is it like close knit? Does is everyone taking this as seriously as they could possibly take it? Or is there like drama too? Like is like Pooh <laughs> sleeping with Tigger and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I mean both. All of it. All of the above. So we we are a really close knit family because we go through like some of the worst and some of the best things to ever happen to us all together. And, you know, if somebody gets hit on stage, you go backstage and everybody's like, are you okay? What do you need? What can I get you? Because they know what it's like to be there and they don't want somebody else to suffer. And on the other end, God forbid you get one more show date than somebody else. Then it's like, it's my show. Oh my God. Like it just, it gets catty. Yeah. It's like high school. <laughs> it's, it, it is like you can be best friends with somebody and then the next day they hate you for some shift that is not your fault it's hmm. it's kind of it's stupid are you, are the characters in the park like as long as the park is open or do they or is that over before they close the park from the second the park opens to the second the park closes there are characters oh. everywhere gotcha everywhere and do you guys just kind of like hang around in the park and like just like get drunk afterwards or something <laughs> <laughs> um I know some cast members like to go into the park often. I don't. I've just been doing it for so long that I just don't have a desire to constantly be in Disney. Um, I mean, the last time I was in the park was probably like a year ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it wasn't like all day. It was just like, uh, I mean, yeah, the churros are good, but I work here, so I want to go home. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So what's your plan? I mean, you've been doing it for a while. It seems like you know, obviously insane life experience and a lot of joys from it as well. But at the same time, like you said, it's a, it's a hard job. Could definitely understand feeling underpaid. Uh, so what's your plan? Is it to stay there for a little while, chilling, different character work or, or what? Yeah. So my, my plan is to, I, I'm there until the pot boils over essentially. Like it's going to take that, that the worst experience of my life, to, to get me to quit. I would like to keep going until my body says no, because it is, I've given my twenties to this job and yeah. um, I feel like I'm 80 and 
I, I want to keep going for as long as I can because I, I get so much joy out of it, you know, through getting punched in the fucking face and all this <laughs> other shit. Like, I still really love the job and I would like to keep going, but there's going to be a day where I can't do it anymore and I am clueless as to what I'm going to do after this job because it is such a niche that I can't, like, it looks fantastic on a resume. It looks really good. Hey, I worked with Disney for this long because people really like the customer service aspect of Disney because if you work at Disney, you can handle just about anything, anything, any type of person being screamed at, you know, it's like you can handle a lot, but it's like, where do I take that? Because I've been a performer and nobody does it like Disney. Mm. So I can't go to the next company. It's going right. to be a like, career change, essentially. Right. Well, I mean, I, it's really cool to get a behind-the-scenes kind of look into into this and for, for a job also that uh, could be overlooked for sure. Um, yeah. So we, we appreciate you coming on and, and, and talking to us and, you know, taking the time. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's always fun telling secrets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now we'll go... Uh, snitch essentially and show everyone else <laughs> but completely anonymous uh yeah. but yeah no I, I i love this uh it's yeah so fun so interesting and uh just yeah cool to hear thanks for being real with us and you know thank you it seems like you have a thankless job so thank you because you're definitely bringing a lot of people joy and uh you know making memories that honestly people will never forget so it's really cool oh, thank you next time you guys want to come down to disney just let me know and i'll Get you guys a ticket. Yeah. All right. See you tomorrow. We're, we're with <laughs> just let me know. I like it. <laughs> Don't fucking hit me. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Cool. Thank you so much and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. You guys. Bye. Have a good one. If there's something that's interfering with your happiness or stopping you from achieving your goals, then we want you to know about better help. BetterHelp is professional counseling done securely online, and what they'll do is assess your needs and then match you with your own licensed professional therapist. The service is available for clients worldwide. There's no more waiting in awkward waiting rooms. It's also more affordable than traditional therapy, and financial aid is available. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. It's totally up to you, and if you sign up, you can start communicating in under 48 hours. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Other People's Lives listeners can get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com OPL. All you need to do is head over to betterhelp.com OPL. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash opl and you'll get 10 percent off your first month chatting with a licensed professional therapist guys it's that time of year where we start buying gifts for others and as you know your choice of a gift can have a real impact on a person's life and the things you choose to buy for someone else say a lot about who you are and what you're all about and that's why i always look to etsy when doing my gift shopping Etsy is home to unique, one-of-a-kind, and meaningful gifts made by incredibly talented sellers. And personally, I just think that handmade gifts or more hand-selected, kind of curated gifts are just more meaningful than the generic mass items that are out there. And 
I want people to know that I put real thought into what I got them personally. And right now, Etsy is giving first-time shoppers $10 off a purchase of $35 or more with the code ETSYGIFT10. So first-time shoppers, you can get $10 off a purchase of $35 or more with the code ETSYGIFT10. This offer ends December 31st of this year, 2021. And you can see the terms at etsy.com slash terms. But it's the season, guys. Get a gift that really means something. And head over to Etsy. And if you're a first-time shopper, you get $10 off a purchase of $35 or more with the code ETSYGIFT10. All right, before we get to our final thoughts, we do have a sponsor on today's show, which is Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for uh, subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. And if you're anything like me, then you have a ton of these probably. Uh, basically, you know, we're signing up for things all the time, free trials that we forget to cancel, and we're just paying this. Maybe it's a dollar even a month, or maybe it's like $5, and these things add up after a while. So with Truebill... Um, they will help you identify these things and stop paying for the ones that you don't want to pay for anymore. Um, on average, people are saving up to $720 a year. That's on average. So there's people who are saving more than that. So imagine another $700 in your pocket on average with Truebill um, because some companies, they make it hard to cancel or like, you know, and, and you just don't have time for that. So let Truebill kind of do it for you. Uh, their concierge is there when you need them uh, to cancel unwanted uh, subscriptions. Uh, it's great. And, uh, you know, don't fall for the subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash OPL. Um, again, that is Truebill, spelled T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L.com slash OPL. It could save you $1,000 a year potentially, okay? And who doesn't want an extra $1,000? So go to Truebill.com slash OPL, uh, you know, sign up and start using it, all right? It saved over 2 million users and helped them save over $100 million. I don't know the math on that, but that's a lot of money, folks, all right? So uh, go check them out, truebill.com slash OPL. Well, this is pretty cool, I guess, huh, Greg? <laughs> I'm never bringing you know, my I, I was to Disney. waiting. I was like, how long is he going to bring up the fact that I like Disney? I mean, you love, you love Disney, and that's totally fine. And I no, get it's it. It's true. a magical but place. But no, I, I don't, though. Well, you keep going back. I've been twice in my life. Three Wait, times. No. Yeah, three times. Three. Okay, three. Yeah. All right. One time when I was fucking seven. Yeah, I went when I was like And then the six. other one six years ago. And you just you went. Break. Yeah. And well, I, you, but you I talk about it like I didn't go to Disney, more. though. I went to Universal, which is not Disney. Oh, people love saying that. You went to Disney. It's true. There's no Disney. It's just roller coasters there. It's fucking fire. All right. Well, all right. I don't, I, look, I, nothing against hey, it. Let's not turn this bitch. into... <laughs> Dude, no. I think, no I, think it's, I think it's really cool, though. Um, you know, I, I feel like any of that, you know, like it, just being one of those characters, you kind of just like walk by him. And like, I feel like, especially teenagers, when you're at that shit age, like you're like 12 or 13, you're just like, oh, I'm like, we'll fucking hit Mickey in the back of the head and run away. And you think that's funny. Like, it's I'm so sure that shit weird. All the time. Like, what to humans, like adults, too, like she's saying, like when someone's in a costume and there's that barrier yeah. and you can't see that it's a person even though you know like why do we become assholes like why do we just why is it innate to just i don't know want to like do something to that person it's pretty fucked up yeah i don't know and and like dude i 
see, and that's another thing that like, if you give me a second to really think about it, like, yeah, of course, it's one of the first things that would pop into my head, but you just don't think about these things. But being in those parks, I've known that I've been in those parks and like drunk and then seeing characters and it's like, oh, but I don't like, you know what I'm saying? Touch you have a little more self-control, but. Yeah, but like, and I could definitely see those some like idiots who are drunk and like, oh, Jasmine, come here, let me just kiss you on the cheek. It's just a kiss on the cheek, relax. <laughs> you know, I could definitely see that happening and these fucking yeah. disgusting bastards, you know, doing stuff like that. Um, so yeah, like you said, thankless job and tough. 40 pounds, dude? Also, no fans? Literally, I don't even know how that's possible. No, yeah. Dude, especially in like August in Orlando. That'll wreck you. That'll absolutely. And you're not just like standing in the shade. You're fucking dancing, bending yeah. down. Man, you must feel like you just played like an NFL game or something after and you, don't you finish get your just, shift. You don't get to just be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't get to do that, you know? Like, I, I feel like at a certain point, I'd be like, I need to just scream fuck. Yeah. But it's cool, man. Like, I like, I mean, I love all the secrets, obviously. But yeah, I also I like too. just, you know, her approach of taking it super seriously. And, and, you know, now understanding how much of it is, like, performance and the background that a lot of these people come from with, like, theater, dance. And this is, they get to perform and step into a role every time that they have work. And that, coupled with how serious Disney takes all this, is, like, it's cool that's very serious as a performer and like that's cool i have a lot of respect for that because a lot of people will just look at that job like you know oh what happened to that person what is this their like last resort yeah. as a and it's like no like they audition trained and like you can't just step into that suit you know i also think and i meant to say this before but i didn't but one of the reasons i assume uh at least for me would be a reason is just to feel like you're part of the machine you know, like she said, like they're not, you're not called employees. You're called castmates because yeah. it truly is like a show and everyone is like on 24 seven. And to know that people are going to come in here and these are, you know, for the most part, people don't go to Disney, you know, most of the people don't go all the time. Uh, you do have those freaks that go every like two months or something, but you know, people usually go and it's like maybe one time when they're younger with their children and it's like really something they'll remember for the rest of their lives and to be a part of the whole act and make sure that every inch of these parks of the whole time they're here there is someone who's really like giving it their all for that yeah. you know and i think that's because disney probably brings the hammer down and they make sure that everyone is like, you like, know, like that and that's why she said also like on the resume it looks great because they know like disney doesn't fuck around like you can't half-ass the show yeah uh, like at disney so, you know, you, you have to be, you know, well-versed in yeah. customer service. And just and to just... be, like, part of a collective group that's all taking it seriously and having an impact is, uh, yeah. it's that, that's cool. It's like being part of, like, a long-running Broadway show, you right. know, in a way, like, with the cast. And then you're surrounded by people, and it's like, these are literally the only people in the world who actually understand what I go through at my yeah. job, you know? Uh, but yeah, so cool. So, and like, thanks to her too. I, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't do that. You know, I mean, I feel like it's nothing like scandalous or anything, but even just to come on and talk anonymously about Disney and the inner workings is, I feel like we got an exclusive. Hey, man. Like, you, you don't, you don't get this anywhere else. The underground tunnels, dude. Oh, it's yeah. fucking crazy over there. <laughs> they exist. I've heard that too. That's Dude, cool. One time we watched a 20 minute video about all the secrets about the Disney parks and it's awesome. Nice. It's awesome. Well, love it. Love little secrets. 
Um, anyway, uh, like I said earlier, for anyone out there that wants to be a part of the show, don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can hit our email, oplpodcast at gmail.com, or hit us up on our website, oplshow.com. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at OPL Podcast. Get those bonus episodes and help support the show at patreon.com slash OPL show. And if you need a game for game night or a gift for someone, head over to paythepricegame.com and use the code OPL at checkout for 15% off. And that is all. That's all. See you guys next time. <laughs>